Hey, you, you want to see something really scary? What's your favorite scary movie? I'm going to scare the hell out of you. What was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. They're coming to get you, Barbara. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here. What's blood for, if not for shedding? Welcome to Fright Night. Welcome back to Jump Scare. I'm Betty. And I'm Cher. This week we're covering 1980s The Boogeyman. Not to be confused with any of the other numerous Boogeyman movies out there. 1980s The Boogeyman. (laughs) (laughs) Our cat making comments on the Boogeyman movie over here. When you were a child, did they warn you about the Boogeyman? The Boogeyman. He hurt bad children. And did terrible things to their mommies. But you can't kill the Boogeyman. most terrifying nightmare of childhood returns. The Boogeyman. The Boogeyman. He's going to get you. And you. And you. from him. By the time they believe in him, it'll be too late. The boogeyman, he's going to get you. She's like... Make sure you're talking about the correct boogeyman. So this film was directed by Yuli Lomel. Yes. And it was co-written by his wife, who also stars in the movie. Yeah, Susanna Love is her name. And the actor who plays her brother in this is actually her brother, Nicholas Love. So I thought that was kind of interesting because you don't see a lot of actual siblings playing siblings on screen, you know? It was a family affair. It was. And let me tell you, I didn't know what to expect going into this film, but right off the bat, you were like, oh, okay, so this is a Halloween ripoff, or is this a Amityville ripoff? And the answer is both. <laughs> it's a ripoff of many things. It's a little bit of, it's, it's you know, has this little here and a little sprinkle there. You get the beginning of it, you get the mom making out on the couch with her boyfriend and who she gets the great idea of, hey, why don't you put my stocking over your face? That'll be hot. 
He'll look like a creepy rapist then, and that'll be awesome. Let me tell you, it he is not, not a look, good look. It is not a good look. It no. is very horrible. No dude looks good with the stocking over his face like that. They all look like they're the Southside rapist come to get you. And then, you know, like these moms tend to do, while she's having sex with this fucking weird guy on the couch and drinking her liquor... Here, she had put her two I children... I just drink straight from the bottle. No glass at all. Just That's because it's to, it's to indicate they're not classy. Yeah. Her poor children, she threw out of the house. Mind you, they're like f- fucking five and like six years old. They're literally out... Oh, no, I'm sorry. The girl's actually three years old because they make a point to yeah, say that she's three. Three and five. And they're outside the house. It's nighttime. They're cold. She locked them on the fucking porch... And they're staring into the window. And it's so creepy when the kids are, like, weirdly smiling. Like, what are these kids thinking? Like, they see their mom, her legs are all open. Mind you, they don't show anything per se. Like, she's not, like, naked. But, you know, something is going on. And it's weird. Yeah, and then, of course, like, all these things are like, Ugh, you can't be watching us. We locked you outside. Here's my thing. Why didn't they just put them in their rooms and lock the door? Exactly. What Give the heck? Give them a storybook heck? and a cookie and just go on about their life. But no, they made a point of locking them outside, which means, of course, they're going to be peeping in the window trying to get in. Yeah, of course. You know, and then poor Willie and Lacey. Like, I can't. And they're... then for some reason, the boyfriend decides, you know what? I don't like this kid looking at me. So I'm going to tie the kid to the bed, the boy. I'm going to tie him his hands and his feet with a rope and gag him on the bed and then we're just going to put the little girl to bed it's fine yeah that's I, the i don't i don't understand that but with the other th- the other thing that was very uncomfortable to me is when you see the shot it's just a mom with the standing up against the door and you hear like muffling and i was thinking like all kinds of terrible fucking things because they're not showing um what's actually happening at first you just hear like kind of like a struggle and like muffles and then when the camera pans over you see the disgusting guy who is wearing the nylon still in his face right yeah that's not creepy at all he's straddling this little boy who weighs like what 40 pounds 40 50 pounds max and is tying him to this bed so aggressively and i'm just like what the fuck dude and you know i don't know what to think when i first saw this i thought oh okay well we all know this fucking kid like I don't know why, but when kids in horror movies see their parents have sex, one of the kids or both of the kids go fucking crazy. They lose their minds and they grow up to be fucking psychos. And they actually, they grow up to be sexually repressed, you know, and like sex is a sin. And it's just, it's gross. It's actually like, no, it's a no. Yeah, it's a hard no. Once they do that, they're never coming back. They're never going to be right again after that. So the mom and the creepy dude are in the, finally in their bedroom where they fucking belong. And, you know, they're getting on and whatnot. And Lacey decides, you know what? Uh, I'm going to go to the kitchen. She pulls out a butcher knife. Then we have the whole, like, oh, here we go with the Halloween. It's just like the POV of her holding the knife going down the hallway. No, 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 no. That's... She brings the knife in and cuts the, the brother loose. Oh, yes, yes. I thought it was her doing that first, and then they go, okay, no. fine. So, yeah, she brings the brother. Um, She 
takes the brothers, like, ties off with the knife. And and man, that knife is sharp because that little girl is barely putting any pressure on it. She just touches the knife to the ropes and they just slice in two. Or she's a three-year-old that's fucking good with a damn knife. One or the other. Either way, it's terrifying. And uh, maybe the rope is really brittle. Maybe Could that's be. Either what it way, was. a little of both. And uh, then we have the shot of Willie uh, going down the hallway to, you know, surprise. A... Yeah, that's where you get the POV shot. You just see the big knife in his hand yeah. going down the hallway. The knife he is might huge. as well have been playing the Halloween theme, for Christ's sake. <laughs> and, yeah, he stabs multiple times the um, I'm the lover. The lover, as he's referred later on in the movie as the lover. Yeah. Um, he stabbed multiple times, and the mom, you know, screaming or whatever. And then we flash forward, and... You know, you don't know what the fuck is going on. You're on a farm now. There's older people, you know, a woman, a, 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 an older woman, a young woman, an older woman, an older man, you know, and, and a young and a young guy. And uh, then you learn at that point that we flash forward and, you know, Lacey is living with, um, is married to a cop. They have a kid. You know, they live with Jake. So the is the dead name? Yeah, his dead name. But the guy's name was Jake, right? The father's name is yeah, Jake. Yeah, Jake. He lived with Jake's parents. They all live together, and the brother still lives with them. And the brother lives with them, and he's mute. He has not spoken since the night of the the incident, which I'm going to tell you right now. Anytime someone talks about the incident, it's bad times because no one ever talks about a good incident. No, they don't. Whenever there's just something that everyone just quietly refers to as the incident, it's not good. Now that I'm thinking about it, looking back, this film has very limited like sets because you have the house, the the, the house where the kids grew up, right? Which you only see like two rooms of it. See, you see three rooms: the living room, the kids' room, the the boys' room. You see the girls' room, but for a second. Yeah. So they could have been the boys' room shot in a different angle. And you see the the mom's bedroom. And then... Which, again, could have been their room redecorated. That's true. And then the farm and the flash forward. And you see them. You see the barn. And you see a shit ton of the kitchen. The kitchen at this house has the most scenes, I feel. It a lot the, of stuff happens in the kitchen. kitchen known to man, too. And I feel like it's way small for, like, all the people. Because at one point, there's a priest that comes over to for dinner. Then you got the little boy. There's, like, six or seven people at the fucking table. And it is crowded as hell in there. And it just, like I said, it just looks like the worst one of those houses you would see on, like, Zombie House or some shit like that. Where it's, like, there's mismatched pieces in the kitchen None of the appliances match. The floor looks like it should have been replaced 20 years ago. It looks bad. Now, Lacey, she goes to check the mail. Or she sees the mail, I'm sorry. She sees the mail in, like, the little fucking hutch the mail was bought in. And uh, she sees and she sees a letter. She brings it to the table. She's reading it. And it's a letter from the mom. And the mom basically is saying, like, I'm dying. And I would, and I haven't seen you in twenty years since you know that one thing that happened. Wink, and I would love to see you before I die. Come see me. And all of a sudden, after twenty years, it's like a kill bull moment. Like she's back as a three year old, looking through the window, seeing her mom. You know, uh, enticing the fucking weird guy with the nylon off his face. 
and then she's, you know, seen the brother stab the guy a bunch of times. She's reliving, like, all the moments from that night. And just from this letter, just, like, from the letter, she gets mad triggered. She's triggered a lot in this movie. And they debate whether or not they're going to go see the mom. And then, eventually, we just forget all about that. Spoiler alert, she never sees the mom. Yeah, we just forget all about it. They're like, oh... We're not gonna go, we're not gonna go do that, and we're never gonna mention it again. It's not gonna have any more impact on the plot. So good job. This movie starts off with a lot of things and in certain directions, and then it goes in a completely different direction. The whole movie as a whole doesn't make fucking sense. I there's plot holes everywhere. I had so many questions. Um, you know what's wild is that this film was in like 92 or something was added to like the video nasties because of two scenes in the movie the one scene um the one scene where you see the girl's boobs in the shower and the other scene where you see the sister in the bra and panties getting dragged where she's having that nightmare mm-hmm. the, that right there was like oh no video nasties which I yeah, feel like tight in England, aren't they? Yeah, it was actually welcomed. I think in like twenty ten or something or two thousand whatever in the two thousands, they were like, okay, now you can show it in the UK. But I mean, darn, that was a long time. Yeah, and for something this mild, this movie's pretty mild. It is mild. Um, you know, I, I had so much hope for this film. Like, is the brother a killer? Is he just, is, does, you know, does he snap? Is he going to, I mean, he hasn't talked in like fucking 20 years. Like, obviously there's something wrong with him. He's still going through it. You know, is it going to be the sister that loses it? In a sense, yeah, some shit happens to her. But the whole thing, like, I love me a cursed mirror. Like, Mirror, Mirror, love that film. Not the sequel, the original. You know, I'm about, I'm about a, a, a cursed mirror. Okay? This cursed mirror... I don't even... It travels... It doesn't make sense. But to just mirror, jump the gun, the yeah. husband is fed up with the wife. He's tired of her having nightmares, you know, because he had to deal with it for one day. And let me tell you... Literally one Yeah, day. one day. He's like the most impatient, chauvinistic fucking... He's definitely a man of his time. Yeah, he was more of a man of the 60s and 70s than he was even close to the 80s. Because they at least tried to be somewhat sensitive in the 80s. But no, this guy's eh. like, no, fuck you. You've inconvenienced me and woke me up one night. No, oh, God, I'm so tired of your shit. Let's go handle your problems. Let's go to your childhood home and just work this shit out, okay? Coincidentally, it's being sold. And there's uh, two sisters and a brother. A I young kid. kind of like they might have actually just been selling this house. And they just <laughs> came in there and filmed in it because... <laughs> They just, they arranged a showing of it and were like, yeah, can we look through the house privately? Then they just ran in and filmed these scenes real quick. I feel like that might have been a thing. That totally might have been a thing because they did a lot of shit like that back in the day. And they go, whatever. And, you know, she's reminiscing, oh, this was there and this is there. And she's going and, you know, of course the people have no idea what the hell's going on. They just think this is like a random couple that's looking at the house. Then she goes upstairs and sees like the mom's bed, like... And she turns around, and lo and behold, it's the fucking mirror the mom had in her room. Like, it's still there. It was never removed. The mom decided she's going to take everything but the fucking mirror, I guess. And she sees the nylon guy literally 
in the bed and he rises up like Michael Myers and starts walking towards her. And she keeps looking back from the bed, which where there's nobody, to the mirror, which this guy is like coming towards her, back and forth, back and forth. And then she just freaks the fuck out and starts screaming, you know, and like breaks, grabs a fucking chair or whatever and like busts the fucking mirror into fucking pieces. You know, my favorite part of the film is, is, is coming up because it's my, my favorite part is when the husband is like, we're going to fucking take this mirror. My wife is not well, so we're taking the mirror. You know, we never see him pay for it or anything. He just takes the mirror. He did offer, but then they never actually accepted any kind of Did payment. it? Oh, okay. I just totally messed up. And he takes the mirror. He goes back home and he literally, and I don't know if any of you have ever seen a mirror be broken or have had to, you know, broke a mirror yourself. That shit was in shards. It was just like in so many fucking pieces. He literally is like, you know what? Fuck the farm. I don't need to tend the farm. I don't need to. I don't need to go do my cop thing. I'ma sit here and glue back every single piece to this mirror to prove to my wife that there is nothing in the mirror to be scared of. And I'm. That's what I'm doing. And he fucking does, with the exception of. Oh, one piece that he, he left, left behind. behind. Bah, bah, bah. And of course she looks in the shattered mirror. She doesn't see anything. She's like, oh, it's just a mirror. Eh. And then, you know, we move. They flash forward to the damn house where the mirror piece is, you know, on the carpet, on the fucking orange fucking carpet. <laughs> I'm just saying it's an orange carpet because it would be, it would be orange or like that brown, like brick red back in the day. And uh, and it's like glowing. Like the piece of the mirror is like glowing red. Yeah, bright red. And you're like, oh, well, there you go. The mirror is fucking possessed. So then it just decides that it will make the one of the sisters is there who's just got it or is about to get in the shower. It'll just make her take the scissors, cut her shirt open just enough so you can expose part of one boob and then stab herself and then get in the bathtub and stab herself in the neck with the scissors. And it'll make the little brother, who, of course, like in all these movies, the little brother's always trying to spy on the on the sister and look at her boobs. So he decides to climb up the trellis and look in the window. And then the window just slams shut and breaks his neck and kills him. Leaves them sitting there, you know, kind of floating there, like, dead what the fuck dead. is going on? The other sister comes up, sees all this, and she also gets a little possessed and then freaks out. I don't remember, did she kill herself or did she just scream and then that was that? No, she... What the hell happened to her? She was looking in the mirror and she was washing her hands. Like, because she, oh, she, yeah, she fought it really her, hard, though. She started washing her hands. I don't think it ever really showed what happened to her. If it did, this movie was so weird that we just don't remember it. Yeah, I don't... Something happens to her, but I don't remember what the hell happens to her. But I guess maybe because they didn't show her boobs, so we were just interested, disinterested in the whole thing. Um, the other girl that showed her boobs, it was fine. It was like, okay... And they did show both boobs. It was just one, you saw the Oriella, and the other one, you did not. It was kind of like side boob. Um, but, and then tell me how in all this craziness, now the, like, the son, okay, of Jake and what's-her-face, uh, Lacey, he gets a piece of the mirror under his shoe. It's stuck on his shoe somehow. Somehow the mirror is now adhesive on one side. Yeah, and 
he's like sitting down or whatever and it's reflecting across the fucking pond like across the way where there's teenagers like doing teenage fuckery they're they're fucking (laughs) they're barbecuing burned hot dogs for some reason and some weird nasty barbecue and they're you know they're there that's a typical like hey there's an abandoned house come on sally let's go fucking it and they're off like having their fucking adventure one of the couples because it's like a like three couples two couples uh and they all get fucking murdered like the well, mirror comes from them oh yeah because the other two drive away and they're like fancy car yeah the the one couple like the guy goes and gets in the car and the mirror is shining across at him and his car and it just suddenly makes a knife fly out of a box and stab him through the back of the head and leave the knife sticking out of his mouth and his head turned slightly to the right. So then when the girl he was trying to make, you know, have sex with in the house comes and gets in the car, she's leaned into the car looking at him and she goes, oh my God. And when she opens her mouth and says, oh my God, the mirror shard makes the car door close, hits her in the ass, shoves her forward to where her mouth goes onto the knife and it kills her too. Yeah. And then the other couple looks over and goes, oh, look at them, just making out like animals in the car. Let's just leave. And they hop in their fancy car and leave. And we never hear from any of them again. No, we never do. I also love the people that are having the picnic by the dirtiest lake I've ever seen in my life. There's like tires floating in the lake, tires on the beach. Uh, the water just looks nasty. Nobody's dressed like they're going to get in the water. Everybody's just there in jeans and t-shirts, laying on the sand and cooking the same hot dog. You can tell they must have done 50 takes. And they were like, well, we're not buying another hot dog every time, for Christ's sake. Just use the same one over and over. It's fine if it's completely burned and unedible. That's fine. No one's going to be looking at it. It looks like they were cooking a charcoal briquette on there. It was it was weird. It was very weird. <laughs> so, you know, back at the house, you know, we have... While they're having their adventure... Um, Lacey and Jake, you know, coming back with the mirror. Um, we forgot to mention that there was a little excitement back at the house where random girl, you know, yeah. Townie comes in and um, the friend of Lacey is like, oh, Lacey said I could stop by and get some eggs. She asked the brother who's in the barn and of course he doesn't talk. And then here we go with the whole scene where she decides she's gonna creepily hit on him and tell him i've been staring at you at church and touching him inappropriately like on his neck and like doing the whole like girl thing where they like touch lightly on the shoulder and is like going down his arm to show that she's interested she's giving him a lot of touchy touchy time and he's not about it. He does not like that whatsoever because, you know, he's sexually repressed. And, yeah, he pulls a Michael Myers and just fucking starts choke-holding her, like, choking her and lifting her up where her shoes are dangling. And I don't know what it was, but he sees his reflection in the mirror. And I did like that scene because it reminded me kind of a Twin Peaks of the creepy freaking guy with the long hair. What's his name? Um. Bob. Yeah. Right? Where he has that crazy grin on his face. The kid has a crazy smile on his face. Like, very, like, malicious looking. Yeah, he looks like he's really enjoying this. Yeah, he's... It is not a friendly smile. It is mad creepy. But then when the camera pans back to him, he just looks angry. He's not smiling at all. It's just like he sees, like, 
his inner demon like smiling at him like you know it's just like his true self you know which i'm like okay so are all the mirrors cursed is this is some like is the spirit of the lover randomly going from mirror to mirror and possessing people that's what didn't make any damn sense to me so the guy sees himself and i guess he's not about it he's like oh shit and he drops her i was shocked that she fucking got away with her life and also, I was shocked that she did not come back with the cops. But I guess she figured this was a dude was a cop and they were going to believe her. So, I don't know what the hell she was thinking. And what was the point making him a cop, anyhow? Because it never really came up. You never saw him in uniform. They had a cop car and they're like, boom, we have this cop car. And coincidentally, there was a uniform in the trunk and that's what we're going to use. <laughs> but they never even showed the guy in uniform. He, I know, I think he was in uniform when he first got to the house. When he was first driving down the thing. When the other guy was telling like oh thank god for jake um because whatever lacy thank god jake you know lacy has jake um and then the the brother's a mute but he's a good worker when that whole scene like right at the beginning where the two old men are talking to one another just like okay i think it was the priest talking yeah it was the priest because they invite him to dinner later talking to the grandpa so you have this whole thing and then the guy starts like going through all the mirrors. What is he putting? Turpentine? No, he put painted them all black. Oh, okay. Because he didn't like looking at any stuff oh, in the, the mirror. And then so the grandpa is telling him like, you're gonna have to get the turpentine out and clean all these mirrors off. Yes, yes. The turpentine is a removal. So yeah, because he was making them all black for some reason. Either he didn't want to see his reflection, or he didn't want to see his reflection killing someone. Or he was was afraid, like, the ghost is going to come through, whatever. We don't know. Because when he was killing the guy when he was a kid, yeah, the mirror was there seeing that terrible act, but he wasn't facing the mirror. The mirror was to his back. So he couldn't see him stabbing the guy. I mean, he was stabbing him live. Like, he couldn't see him see himself stab the guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't know what the whole, like, connection was there. They just make a comment later on about, like, an evil action committed in a mirror is stored in the mirror mm. forever. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay. That justifies the whole thing. And then we go into, I don't I don't want to say evil dead, but we get into a weird, like, it was, uh, I don't even know, like, we, the whole, like, shattered mirror is in the kitchen the whole damn time. Um, and it's making... Like people do weird things, it kills the the grandparents. They they get murdered. They go out. They like. Well, we're gonna give you some privacy while you talk to this priest we called out to talk to you. They go out to the uh, the barn immediately murdered, which you don't even see. You just find the bodies later. Grandma choked to death with the hose, and Grandpa just pinned on the wall with the uh, pitchfork. Because anytime you see a pitchfork in a horror movie, somebody's getting pinned to a wall with it for sure. And. Then, don't tell me why, but a piece of the mirror just flies off the mirror, off the floor, and lands on Lacey's eye. (laughs) Okay? And you see her become, like, somewhat possessed. But the whole time while all this crazy shit is going on, she, her back is turned to Jake and, like, the entrance to the kitchen. And she's just... 
like washing dishes and making sure and going to the cabinet and getting stuff. She's like making dinner and like cleaning up. It isn't until he's like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like shit's going on. And like, like you need to stop this. Like, hello. And he turns her around that you literally see like the shard fucking in her eye, like literally like just glued on top of the eye. And then like shines a horrifying light at him. And it looks like his eyes just melt out of his head because his eyes are like covered in blood and like goo and everything. And then a couple of seconds later, when the light goes off of him, he's fine. His eyes are okay. Yeah, his eyes are fine. His eyes are fine. Because that's what happens to your eyes sometimes. They just turn to goo and then they just go back. So she's possessed by this thing at this point because earlier in the film, she was under some kind of like hypnosis. Oh, because obviously she's been going into, like, the the husband during his whole, like, I'm the husband, you're going to do what I tell you to do, you're going to see this therapist. Um, put her under, did, like, the hypnosis, because, you know, 80s got to have the hypnosis um, scene, and does the whole hypnosis thing, and she, like, starts screaming and talking in this weird, like, demonic voice. Yeah. So now we're back with the demonic voice and the shard of mirror in her eye, and I don't even no like what how did she even get out of that i just kind of just blanked out at that point to be honest because the husband is like first his eyes were melting and then he wasn't melting well they just literally like uh the brother comes in and they end up like the priest is helping them and they just put a jacket over the mirror yes 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 carry it outside and throw it into the well and the brother talks for the first time in 20 years he's like lucy and like grabs the mirror he's like well and goes with the priest who literally is messed up like he's holding the cross up he got real jacked up oh yeah yeah the knife the priest doesn't make it all the way out to the well because he gets stabbed in the back by multiple knives flying out yeah oh we forgot to mention the best part of the movie um, the best part of the movie is that um, Willie has 29 knives in the damn drawer in his room upstairs. He's been stealing knives. Yeah. But at the same time, no one has noticed that there's 29 knives that are missing. And I'm like, how many fucking knives are in this damn house? Because now we got five knives in the guy's back. Yeah, there's a lot of knives in this house. It's a farm. They need a lot of knives. That's a lot of knives. But I love how they just take, they don't do anything. Like They don't say, like, oh, we threw holy water down the well. Or we threw a crucifix it they just throw the mirror into the well and boom big explosion out of there problem solved yeah problem solved or is it yeah the brother's talking now um another scene that i really loved you know in these movies you know either the kid gets it right yeah or the kid runs to like the neighbor's house or whatever this kid got in the lazy susan i have to say that it was Probably the smartest thing this kid ever fucking did because he he makes it. Thankfully, I've never seen anybody hide in the lazy Susan to survive before. No, nope, never, never seen. It. He's small enough that he can do it. So uh, you know, then we're then of course you have to end this whole thing with they're going to visit the mom. They're going to. I'm assuming they're going to visit the mom, but they're actually visiting the grandparents because there's that whole dialogue like, oh, it's not your fault that they died, and it's like crickets. Um, they're leaving the damn flowers for the grandparents. Yeah, they're going to the cemetery to visit because the grandparents are dead. Priest is dead. They never really mentioned if the mom died or if she... We're just assuming she did and it doesn't matter. It's like, okay, you were terrible parents, so who cares if you died? Of course, 
there's the one shard of mirror still left on the little boy's shoe. Why? And he leaves. Nobody's noticed it, apparently. He leaves it behind in the cemetery. After he jumped up and down like 20 times, okay? On someone's grave, mind you. They, as they walk away, the mirror piece starts to glow because you know shenanigans are about to ensue. And fiend. <laughs> this movie. And by the way, their farmhouse looks eerily like a brick version of the Amityville house. Oh, it, hands down. It's exactly. It's got the glowing, like the light in the windows. It looked like eyes. It's it's very obviously supposed to be the Amityville house. Yeah, it's it's has it's like wider, like the difference between where like the windows are because they look like eyes in the original house. The the windows are higher up, yeah. so it doesn't look exactly like it. But the the cut out the way the shape of the the front of it is exactly like it and then like the suggestion of like the high windows on the top for the eyes and then at one point um at the end when they're running out there's a bottom light in the kitchen and that's green but the top part of the house they have red lights on and i'm just like i i can't all i all i was thinking was like that's probably the most expensive thing they had in this whole damn movie. Besides the 75 knives they have to buy was the fucking two light bulbs that they had to buy for the special yeah. effects. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now. This is a one knife movie. And it only gets one knife because of a couple of entertaining scenes that I laughed at. It gets one knife and a half um, because there was five seconds of boob. And I thought the kill of the little boy was pretty clever. Because I wasn't expecting for the little boy to die per se. Even though he's a disposable character. But the way that he died was pretty cool. Um, I I do like the two, those two characters' death. But that's it. But for a movie that had 75 knives to only get one knife, man. Uh, from you and a knife and a half for me. You know this is a bad one. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Do I regret watching it, though? No, I don't regret it. Oddly enough, I do not regret watching this because I was I wanted to know where this was going. <laughs> and it went to nowhere and very weird places at the same time. Yes. I. This is one of those movies where I'm like, like baffled. I am baffled by this film. Where do we even see this? It's on Shudder. Okay, Shudder. It's on Shudder. They have hit this and the other movie that he did, The Devonsville Terror, is on there, which i got to watch that one now and see if it's as nonsensical and weird as this. Ooh, I don't know if I could dedicate another like hour plus to, to him. No offense, Uli, but nah, I'm good. No. Well, thank you so much for joining us in another episode of Jump Scare the Horror Podcast. Stay tuned to the horror. And now, folks, it's time to say goodnight. We sincerely appreciate your patronage and hope we've succeeded in bringing you an enjoyable evening of entertainment. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon. Good night.